Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series. Uh, in this series, we talk to leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Bruce Gala. He's the Chief Marketing Officer at Hooters America Brands. How are you today, Bruce? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Uh, first off, we like to start these on a little more of a personal level, get to know the individual uh, we're speaking with. So we'd love to know a little bit more about you, your role, uh, kind of how you got into kind of marketing and, and uh, your current role with Hooters. It'd be great to know. Yeah, I, uh, I started off with the Coca-Cola company and spent uh, about 13 years over at uh, the Coca-Cola in Atlanta and uh, moved around a little bit in sales and marketing. And that led to a opportunity to run field marketing with Heineken USA and uh, was working in the on and the off premise, had the opportunity to uh, really learn all sides of the business uh, from, from that, that perspective. And with the food service business being an opportunity for alcohol and making, uh, making some uh, programming opportunities with brand uh, launches such as Heineken Light. Uh, the role at uh, VP of Marketing came open for Hooters of America, and I've been here for about uh, a little over 10 years. Okay, awesome. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with Hooters, would love to know a little bit more about uh, the restaurant, kind of how it came to be, uh, kind of what you guys do and how you do it, for those who may not know. Yeah, it's a very, I'm, I'm hoping that it's a very small part of the population who doesn't know what Hooters is. Uh, we're a 40-year-old, globally iconic, image-based brand founded out of Clearwater, Florida, and we uh, serve a lot of great food in a, in a very fun environment. Our tagline is Hooters makes you happy. And that's our goal is to provide a break from your everyday and allow yourself to uh, escape from reality. Have, have a cold beer, some wings uh, in a fun environment and have the legendary Hooters girl serve you in a uh, fun and engaging way. Okay, excellent. Uh, the, the task of being a chief marketing officer is uh, changing pretty rapidly. I should say it has changed very rapidly over probably the last five years from being more uh, creative focused and, and uh, marketing focused and now they're looking at analytics, looking at uh, technology, uh, kind of a confluence of different things hitting the, the space. So when you look at that, how do you see your job evolving uh, or expanding? Yeah, I think one of the most important changes that have taken place over the past two years is the, the chief information officer and the chief marketing officer is in a really important um, partnership that needs to happen. And I rely on data. I rely on information to make smart decisions. Um, the, the analogy we use is if it's a thousand piece puzzle and we have 600 pieces, we know what the picture is gonna look like. Let's go after it. Let's take some directional steps and we can adjust as needed. But the data and utilizing IT and the capability of IT is a critically important part of marketing right now. Absolutely. Uh, and it, what does that, uh, those changes, when you look at data and working more closely with the CIO, uh, you know, what does that mean for you and your team? I think one of it, 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 the marketing needs to work with IT in terms of layering in priorities. Where, what is the IT's priority? And obviously, you know, they have their own, their own list of high, high important projects they're working on from POS to tracking to really the te technical aspects of our business. But how can we factor into their bandwidth of opportunity of what, what are they working on? And our team works very closely with uh, uh, the CIO all the way down to the technical uh, managers 
on getting us the data we need to make smart decisions and making sure that the uh, the steps are in place before we execute something that we can track it appropriately and take action. Uh, I think it's it's a a, a very uh, salient challenge. Many brands right now, uh, we actually have a technology committee that meets and talks about the different changes in technology. We're actually looking at some of the tech stacks that, that uh, brands have and what's working and what's not working. And sometimes you bring on a new technology, as you know, and it says it does X, Y, and Z, and it may do a fraction of that, right? So it, right. it's really hard to kind of understand technology. I think, and we see that in some of the research we do, that brands really struggle with understanding new and technology and uh, new technology and as actually going to work in their current stack. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's uh you don't have to you don't have to create the wheel right now. There's there's so much changing. And there's so many um, success stories out there. We're keeping your finger on the pulse of what's happening in the marketplace and in the in the tech world is as much of what we do as anything else. So we're looking to to expand upon best practices. That makes sense. Uh, when you uh, think about some of the challenges or opportunities, what what kind of keeps you up at night? What's the biggest challenge you face as a CMO? Yeah, I think right now the biggest challenge I face as a CMO is. You know, it used to be, you know, let's create our 30-second TV spot, right? We're, the CMO would be forward-facing, mass communication. Right now, it's really changing into what kind of content can we create that can be engaging to our to our, to our future and our, our current guests that engage with them and engage with us in a, in a meaningful way. And a meaningful way is... How does that link into loyalty? How does that link into check average? How does that link into limited time offer menus? How does that link into competitive set? So uh, as an image-based brand like Hooters is, we really lean into the fact that we've got something more to talk about than just food. We leverage our, our strategic asset, our most important strategic asset, which is the Hooters girl to tell that story. So social media is extremely important. Um, leveraging the reach of our employees as well as our brand uh, is an important role for the CMO to really understand how can we tap into the, the true strength of our organization. Okay. You, you've kind of touched on this a couple of times with uh, you know, one of the opportunities uh, for the CMO, especially now, is, is uh, looking at increasing engagement with the customer. Uh, which can be done in a variety of ways. You talked about content, you talked about personalization a little bit uh, from marketing campaigns, social media. Uh, you know, kind of what works well for the Hooters brand in that regard? Um, what works well is we have a number of different ways to reach the audience and reach the customers. And that is local store marketing, right? So what's happening in your local community? A lot of times you don't really care what's happening from a mass scale, what's happening in my local Hooters. So each one of our stores has a local social media account, and we're telling the story, come on down for karaoke night or a car show or whatever. And then we've got regional opportunities, then we've got national, and we have global. So we try and we try and stack our tactics and stack our messaging to reach the consumer of how they want to interact with us. Understanding what's important to them also is a, a big part of it. So if you're showing up on a Saturday night uh, at 10 o'clock to watch UFC, I'm going to know that, and I'm going to reach out to you, and I'm going to target my messaging accordingly. So you're going to get messaging and communication from us in a fashion that's relevant to you. Excellent. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, some of your focus on customer engagement and the new sports-focused uh, initiatives and partnerships that uh, you have introduced over the last year? Yeah, I think uh, you know Hooters is a fun, irreverent brand, and we need to approach that in that kind of a manner. Um, 
we have a few fun and brand ambassadors, John Daly being one of them, right? So John Daly, everyone knows who John Daly is. He's a fun, iconic, uh, not your standard uh, professional golfer by any means. He is uh, off the cuff, fun, and someone that really relates to our consumer. So John is a global great brand, brand ambassador for us. When you're looking at uh, who are some of our core demo is and what their interests are, NASCAR is very important to us. So we have Chase Elliott as uh, as our as one of our primary sponsorships that we run the Hooters branded number nine car, and that reaches uh, that really important NASCAR audience who's very loyal, um, will engage with brands who support the sport. And Chase is a great guy from Georgia, where we where we're from, and uh, it does a great for us, and has been named. NASCAR is the most popular driver for the past several years and has a great lineage uh, in the sport. On top of that, when you think about how we can remain relevant and new in the sports world, you know, NIL is something that's very important uh, to the marketplace right now. And it's a hot topic of conversation. And when we thought about how we can engage with NIL, we needed to do it in a Hooters way. We didn't want to sponsor one athlete. We didn't want to say, hey, you have a unique name, so let's go after you. Who are the unsung heroes, the guys who don't get a lot of credit but do a lot of the work? And if you go into a Hooters restaurant and you look around at who the, who's sitting in the store, it's the offensive lineman. And it made a lot of sense for us to say, hey, you know what? We're not going to just sign up one offensive lineman. We're going to sign up the entire offensive line from certain schools, which match from a demographic standpoint near our restaurants and get those guys, the big guys who don't get any love and give them some love, give them some, give them some attention. And uh, they had a great fun time with it. We had, we filmed a lot of different content uh, in our restaurants. They had the opportunity to earn some money to uh, eat some food and it was a win-win for everybody. That's awesome. Uh, if you need a really good soccer player, I know a really, really good soccer player at the University of Akron. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> Excellent. So when you look at some of the partnerships that you've introduced in, in 2022 and 23, you know, how do you select some of these partnerships from an NIL perspective? You talked about the offensive linemen and, and not necessarily putting all eggs in one basket. You know, how do you select the partnerships and, you know, how do you measure efficacy as well? Um, we have to get a return on investment and a return on investment can be put in uh, two or three different ways. One is a true return on sale, right? We, we spent X, we got Y as a return on sales. That's always the the guiding point we want. We want to drive our sales. We're not doing this for PR purposes. But PR is an important part of it. Keeping keeping our brand relevant and in front of that potential customer who likes wings, is, is in the sports bar category, but has not maybe been to Hooters in a while. This is an opportunity to speak to that younger demo in a way that is relevant to them because they're following a sports team. And they may be very aware of the offensive line or not be aware of the offensive line. And this is a fun, unique way to uh, to engage with that crowd. Now, the idea was so popular that we were named uh, NIL Brand of the Year at the uh, College Football uh, NIL Awards this past year. And we beat out brands like Adidas um, and other large, big-budget brands with this unique idea. And again, it has to be a true, unique idea that mirrors well and matches well with the, the fabric of the, of the brand. And this really did. Can you tell us a little bit more about the the award and what the, the Brand of the Year Award at the 2023 NIL Awards uh, ceremony meant? Yeah, um, I think I think we didn't have any ex any expectations. We were happy to be uh, to be nominated, and when we went to the actual show, 
and we listened to all of the, you know, the, the big brands that were um, in consideration. We thought we had a great idea, but when we were announced as the winner, it was it was it was validation of what I think we're doing that a good idea can trump budget sometimes. And uh, if there's any 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 knowledge that I could I could bespoke here, it is really making sure that your idea matches with your your brand and you execute it in a way and it'll grow and it'll go viral. And we got a lot of press out of this well beyond um, what we were doing. It got picked up by local media. It got picked up by sports channels. It got picked up by USA Today, by ESPN, because it was a unique idea, something that hadn't been done before. And I think that's what we're trying to do is we're a unique brand. We can't do a lot wrong. The name of the place is Hooters. We're a fun place to go. Let's take some risks. That's awesome. So when you look at the NIL uh, with, with college athletes, you know, how does that contribute to building emotional loyalty and ultimately brand love? You talked about kind of regional, local, national. Uh, I have a feeling that kind of plays into that uh, a good bit. It's important. I mean, um, NIL is a way for the athlete to get some rewards, first and foremost. We want to make sure that we are you know, a good corporate sponsor and, and providing a win for them. But uh, for these athletes, it's an opportunity for them to build their own brand equity on our back. We are, we are, we're a globally iconic, well-known brand. And for someone to utilize us to build their brand and we all win together, it's important. At the end of the day, I want to drive traffic. Um, the reason this NIL opportunity worked is because we're a great place to watch games and we wanted to provide the uh, the offensive lineman with the, with the voice to tell that story. That's awesome. You talked a little bit about the uh, NIL partnership you had with uh, John Daly. Everyone's familiar with him. Uh, his son, uh, little John Daly, John Daly second, uh, yep. joined in 22. Uh, you know, what does the younger uh, kind of Daly, uh, him joining, what, how does that in, 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 in enhance the uh, NIL? And, and yeah, I think, I think uh, it does a couple things for us. First off, John Daly Jr. is a, uh, the son of John Daly. He doesn't need a lot of introduction, right? You're John Daly's son. And the fact that he is on scholarship at University of Arkansas, and uh, it made a lot of sense for us to take that next step as he is growing into his, his own and potentially uh, looking at opportunities after college. We wanted to partner with him. Uh, it made a lot of sense from a brand perspective. It made a lot of sense from an NIL perspective and extending what we're doing beyond football into golf, into college golf. And it made sense for uh, PR. So it got picked up again uh, from a viral standpoint. And uh, you can think of some iconic photos of John, his son, and two Hooters girls. That's going to get picked up because it's a great image. Uh, excellent. So you talked uh, you know, about influencer marketing. You know, how, how does that play a role in kind of, again, cultivating stronger customer loyalty for Hooters? I mean, influencer marketing is really the hot, the hot buzzword right now. Um, we are looking, continuing to look for opportunities to partner with influencers that have the ability to get us in front of a new audience that may have never been to a Hooters, may have never uh, had our food, um, has heard of it, but doesn't know a lot about it. And these uh, social media influencers have the ability to reach that audience that I want to reach in an effective, valid way because you, they've already got followers. I think the true opportunity exists to reward the social media influencers by actualized sales. I'm more than willing to figure out a way to, to, to reimburse someone if they're driving sales. Um, again, with a globally iconic brand like Hooters, I don't need the brand recognition as much as I need the direct sales. And that's what I'm, we're charging these influencers to deliver. 
Excellent. So you talked about the measurement a little bit, putting uh, kind of rears and seats. Uh, it, you know, how do you, how do you measure kind of the influencer marketing? Same way, measurable outcomes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I want to create a unique QR code, a unique link that we can uh, punch into our point of sale, and I can want to give the credit to that social media influencer for driving that person in and purchasing a unique item. And that's my best way I can do it. Okay. Makes perfect sense. So when you look at the, the partnerships that you've had, you know, what is the most successful partnership that you brought to market in and what made it so successful? Um, it's hard to start, it's hard to rank them in terms of success. I think each one of them has their, their own their own separate objective of what, what is success. I mean, Chase Elliott is a fantastic partnership with us. It's a huge uh, brand that gets on national TV. You have the Hooters branded number nine car. It gets us in front of a large audience in a unique, fun way with an ambassador who is the most popular driver in the sport. Now, you flip the switch to NIL. NIL does the same thing, but on, on a more local level and on a fun level with a group of guys who are really egging it on and getting in front of the camera for this for the same time. So they each, um, it's like, which is my favorite favorite kid? They all are special in their own way. Good, Good answer to that one for sure. Uh, when you look at uh, technology, very important. We talked about it a little earlier. Make sure the technology works and integrates. It uh, can be complementary. You know how uh, how technology or what role has technology played in kind of Hooters influencer marketing campaigns? Yeah, I think um, it's extremely important, and and the reason it's extremely important is it's eyeballs, it's tracking, it's engagement, and content is king right now. And we have a little bit of a step up versus other casual dining restaurants because of the fact that we're an image-based concept. I'm not just showing you a plate of wings. I'm not just showing you sauce uh, or, a, or a chicken sandwich. You know, we have the iconic Hooters Girl. America's cheerleader is out there engaging with you at your table, in the restaurants, and online and on social media. These individual social media influencers are doing a great job for us in telling the story and technology um, helps us track the success of what we're doing from a social standpoint, from a uh, engagement standpoint, from a sales standpoint. They're all intrinsically linked. Okay. When you look at uh, customer data, very important, zero party, third party, uh, first party, uh, being able to use that to increase engagement and increase personalization. Uh, you know, how, how does Hooters use the, the data sets they have to de help determine which influencer campaigns are producing desired results? Yeah, it goes back. I think the common denominator is demographic and understanding what who is the age, what time of day is that age group coming in? Who is the audience? Uh, what is the, uh, the male-female ratio? What are their interest levels? What do they like to do? Um, what do they like to drink? All that goes into um, goes into the formula of who makes sense in terms of picking a social media influencer, and then also how how we want to tell that message. We keep saying content is king, and content is king. How do we tell that message in a relevant manner, which makes sense? It's hard to talk UFC um, if you don't know what you're talking about, right? You need to understand the sport. You need to understand why we carry that the fights at Hooters and why it's different to watch a UFC fight at Hooters versus other locations. And because we're credible, we're relevant, and we're engaged. Okay. Uh, when you look at other customer loyalty programs, customer loyalty efforts, uh, are there brands that you admire to find yourself loyal to? Uh, and so what do you like about their offerings? And you know, what elements would you like to see applied to the Hoot Club rewards? Yeah, I think simplicity is the king. Um, not having to navigate and figure out where you're going. 
I think uh, best in classes for me is Chick-fil-A. Um, it's easy. Um, it's engaging. I understand what I, what I receive. I like the fact that uh, I can get questions and questionnaires sent to me for a free sandwich. It's things they do make sense. And I think that we try, we try and uh, look at our loyalty program and make it as easy to interact with as possible and fun and to interact with as possible and rewarding to interact with as possible. So make it easy, make it fun, make it rewarding. And we have a, a large contingent of customers who are very loyal to our brand and getting that loyal uh, fan base engaged with our loyalty program is important for us. Excellent. And when you look at uh, kind of customer loyalty in general, customer experience, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team with your customer loyalty efforts? I think the most important thing is sharing best practices, um, helping us understand, like I mentioned earlier, we don't need to create the wheel. The wheel is being constantly reinvented in a smarter, more efficient manner. And we spend a lot of time internally, you know, myopically focused on what we're doing, but keeping an eye on technology, keeping an eye on um, what's working, not only in our industry, but outside the casual dining industry of what's working is a, uh, a key component of our learning and tweaking and what's new. Excellent. Um, perfect. So now we have our quick fire questions. I'd like to limit them to one uh, word or a short phrase. Keeps me uh, in good uh, graces with our content team. Uh, yep. What's your favorite word? My favorite word is nimble. Um, yeah. I think that, that 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 incorporates everything we want to be and what I what I try to be. Excellent. Uh, what's your least favorite word? Strength. Um, I don't like to be boxed in by anything and. The great thing about Hooters is that uh, we don't have a lot of constraints. We can do what we want to do and uh, without without apology. Okay. What excites you? Um, the opportunity to do things that are not expected of us. Um, surprise and delight uh, our potential guests. Okay. What do you find tiresome? Rinse and repeat marketing efforts. Um, okay. It's easy to get into a marketing calendar that is... Uh, that you have March Madness, Super Bowl, summer football. How can you keep that alive and spicy every year? Absolutely. Uh, what's your favorite item on the Hooters menu? Uh, smoked wings. So we roast and smoke wings in-house. And my favorite is uh, smoked wings with our spicy garlic sauce. Okay. What profession other than the one you currently find yourself in would you like to attempt? I think I would like to be a sports agent in my, uh, in my next life. I uh, have okay. the ability to... Link, uh, link an asset with different properties that make sense, and uh, uh, that, that's always seemed like a fun, fun area. Okay. Well, what profession would you avoid? Uh, probably being an accountant. Uh, good choice. Uh, who inspired you to be the person that you are today? Uh, I'd say my parents. Uh, my parents gave me the ability to uh, be confident and go after my dreams and what I want to do, and have always provided me support. Okay. What do you typically think about at the end of the day? Um, the ability to disconnect and re-engage with my family when I'm home. That's we're, awesome. Uh, I think we're so linked to technology and phones and everything else that being in the moment is important. When, uh, you know, how do you want to be remembered by your friends and family? Um, as a good guy who looked out for more than himself. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today. It was very, inter uh, very interesting to uh, hear more about Hooters and also we get more insight some things you have a passion for, Bruce. So uh, it was a great interview and uh, the passion you have for the brand and how you've extended kind of the touch points of the brand are, are very interesting. And I think brands will learn a great deal from that. 
Great. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to me. Uh, make sure you join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Multi-Series. Uh, until then, have a wonderful day.